and loving it with your host, Grace Houghton. I am so happy that you are here. I love all of my listeners and thank you to everyone who has ever sent me a message on Instagram. I love to hear from you. I love to hear what encourages you, what helps you, your questions. I I just love it. So continue to message me and I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for passing this along. I keep getting messages from new people who are listening to this and how this has really helped them. And it just blesses me to hear that. It's so exciting to just get messages from people. So continue to um, let me know what you love. Maybe if you have any questions, maybe if you want have an idea for what you want to hear, um, because I really am excited about this small branch of a ministry to single people, because I'm I'm seeing how God loves single people, of course, um, but he, he wants to encourage you and bless you in this season of your life. So just know that you are loved, you are valued by God. He has a great plan for your life. And this is just a boost for your life to know that you can have a fun, exciting life while you're single. And also just some tips and advice on what to do when you're looking for your spouse. And so that's what today is going to be about. Um, because I went ahead and I asked some of my friends who I love, who I respect, who I admire, and who are in a relationship, they're either married or they are engaged. And I asked them, both girls and guys, what did they find most important when looking for a spouse? Like, what were some things that they wanted to put on the top of the list? What's the main priority for them and their relationship with their future spouse. I dissected their responses. I kind of put them into categories and I'm going to share them with you today. So as I start to share this, for all of you single people who are looking for a spouse, I want to encourage you just to have some priorities that you want to have for your future spouse. I think it's important that we have some standards. You know, you don't want to just marry anyone who comes walking across your door. You want to make sure that you have the same values. You want to make sure that when you get together, it's a God thing, that it's going to be the best thing for you. Because for me, I would rather be single for the rest of my life than to marry someone that's not going to be a benefit to my calling. You know what I mean? I don't want to just get married to any random Joe Schmo. I want it to be the one that God has for me, the one that's going to be someone that we can do ministry together, because that's important to me. And so it's just, I think we all need to realize or um, prioritize what's important to us when looking for a spouse. And I don't think you should think about it when you're in the middle of a relationship. I think you should have it in the forefront before you even start dating, before you even start looking. You need to know what you want. And so I, I loved asking, I asked a um, a number of couples just because I wanted to see what was important to them. Because the thing is, not everyone's life is the same. Not everyone's called a ministry, one. Um, Not everyone prioritizes everything the same. But it's really cool to see the similarities. And so I hope that you get some good nuggets out of this. So first, I'm going to deal with what did the women, what did they find most important when looking for a husband? And then I'll do what the men were looking for in a wife. So guys, if you are listening to this, this is a good clue for you of what women are looking for. And also women, this is just good. Just, you know, keep in mind of what you want to have as important on your list of looking for, when looking for your spouse. So the, the, of course, the most important thing that we should all have on our list, and this is what I kind of categorized this first section as, and it was loves God. I think we, that should be on the list 
for every believer that the man that you are looking for loves God. But I love how some of them worded it. And I got to keep everyone anonymous. (laughs) But one of my friends said, someone that loves God more than me so I could be pursued in the most sacrificial and Christ-like way. And I loved how she said that because it is important. The Bible says that the husband needs to love his bride as Christ loves the church. And that's a tall order for guys. I know it's a tall order. It's a big responsibility, but it's in the Bible. So I liked how she said that someone that loves God more than me, so I could be pursued in the most sacrificial and Christ-like way. So I think that's important, ladies, when a guy is pursuing you, is he truly pursuing you in a Christ-like way? Or are you pursuing him? And I'm not saying you can't ask a guy out on a date, um, but the guy needs to be the leader. The guy needs to be the pursuer. He needs to be a man. And he needs to love God more than anything else. So number two, this is someone else. She said, most important thing I look for is for my husband to love God more than anything and put him on top above everything and everyone else. That is so important. And it's... As you look at a guy's life, you can see what he prioritizes by the decisions that he makes in his schedule. Does he go to church? Does he read his word? Does he pray? Is God really a priority in his life? Because that's got to be the most important thing when selecting your husband is that he loves God more than you. And that means he wants to spend time with God more than he spends time with you. All right, next one. It's actually the same person. She said, I need his life to be centered around the word of God and make all decisions based on God's word. Well said. (laughs) Next, one of my friends said, a follower of Jesus Christ, not just a Christian, um, but it's constantly growing in prayer life, passion for God, helping to further the kingdom and work of Christ through his finances and time, compassion for others, learning to become a provider and loving me as Christ loves the church. That was kind of a big mixture, but that was her response. But I think it's really important to know what you want in your husband. And she she knew what she wanted, and she is now with a man who fills all those things. So that was the first category of what they found most important was that the man loves God. The next one, I kind of did a little category uh, called family. And what some of my friends said is willing to love and accept my friends and family as they were in my circle of influence and ministry. And I think that's something that you need to decide if that's important to you. Does the guy, does he fit in your family? Does your family accept him? Do your friends accept him? And I know there's different situations and it's hard to kind of put a blanket over that. Um, but if you are have a good relationship with your family and they all love God and they all hear from God and it's important to you that your future husband fits in with your family, you know, you have to decide, like, is that a deal breaker? Um, and of course, if family members, if they're not on board at first, but then it all works out in a little bit, you know, that's just up to you. And it's up to you in following the Holy Spirit and talking it out with your friends and family. Because if you have a close relationship with your friends and family, you are serving in the ministry together, I think you, that needs to be something that you need to decide. It needs to be something that you have a conversation with your family and friends. And just if you want them to be on board, then you need to make the effort in reaching out and building bridges. Another thing that someone said was, um, what does raising kids look like in our household? And that was a, a big deal for her. So 
think you have to think about family with your future husband. What kind of family do you want in the future? How many kids do you want to have? How many kids does he want to have? What what does raising kids look like to you? And I know we talked about this in my previous episode, what questions to ask on a date. Um, but this is just kind of a further expansion of that because as you're waiting slash looking for your future spouse, you can't just do it aimlessly. You have to have priorities. You need to know what you want because there are, I mean, if you look around you, sadly, there are situations that people get into relationships and then they realize this isn't the one. And I just don't want that for any of you guys. I know God doesn't want that for you either. God wants you to have the best relationship. All right, moving on. Another important thing is ministry and missions. Because a lot of my friends, the reason why I ask them this question is because they are hot on fire for God, that they have a good relationship with God and their relationship is a God-centered relationship. And so since I want that, I wanted the, I wanted to know what was important to them. Anyways, for ministry, one of my friends said that her future husband didn't mind traveling and being open-minded because I knew I was called to ministry and out of the U.S. So that's important. If you feel called to traveling, if you feel called to missions, you need to bring that up in conversation when you are getting to know a potential future someone and let them know what's on your heart. Let them know what you want to do and see if that's also something that they want to do. Next says, what's important is how involved they are with building the kingdom of God through giving. And she said, I thought about it a lot because it could cause some discourse in the marriage if he wasn't on board with giving more than just the tithe. I was like, huh, so that was very interesting. If giving is an important aspect to you in ministry, you know, finances, I've heard, is a huge deal when it comes to marriage. And that is a big cause of a lot of divorces is just disagreements or pressures of finances. And so if you're a person who wants to give towards the kingdom of God more than the tithe, that needs to be a point of discussion with the person that you are looking to see if they could be a spouse. Next one, it says, another was him having a desire to serve in the same ministries as me and missions. So I think that's really important. If you want to be involved in ministry, want to be involved in missions, you know, even for me, I want someone who will either be supportive or be serving right alongside with me. All right, the next important thing that a lot of my girlfriends have said about what they found most most important in their husband was spiritual development. They said patience, compassion, forgiveness, his interest in wanting to grow more in God. She said, I knew that I wanted to grow more and not be stagnant. So just knowing that he was already searching out growth on his own was a big thing. That's true. As you watch the guy's life, is he actively pursuing a relationship with God? Is he actively pursuing spiritual growth? How much as you reading the word of God. Is he, I know we have a Bible school at our church and there's a lot of people who attend it and it's really great. So that's a, another way to grow spiritually. There's also online classes, you know, just um, stretching themselves spiritually. Another one was he has to have a teachable and yielded heart, open and receptive to feedback or correction from the people in his life and family. She went on to say how he reacts to the directions from those around him will be a two-sided mirror revealing how he'll also react to God directing him, positioning his heart to know that he doesn't have it all figured out. I think that's really good. I think it is important to see how he responds to correction because if he bucks up and gets all prideful anytime anyone corrects him on anything, you know, that's, a, that's a red flag and that's something to, to bring up in discussion. 
Because if he's not open to change, if he's not open to correction, then there's not going to be much flexibility in, you know, his relationship with you. So just be on the lookout for that and just be in prayer about that. And then another one that one of my friends said, she said, God showing me his heart was a big one for me. She said, because people can fake it till they make it and knowing that his motives are pure and he does have a heart for God and serving him. I think that's really important because especially if you are dating someone that you don't know their background, like you didn't grow up with them, you don't, you know, maybe you met online or maybe you met from a mutual friend, but you don't know much about them. It, it Guys can definitely put up a front. Guys can definitely make you look at something else other than the truth or the reality just because they want to be with you and they're hiding the truth. Ask the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me. Show me if this is the person for me. Reveal their heart and their motives so that I can make an informed decision. It's so important to keep the Holy Spirit involved in your decision making when it comes to choosing your spouse because it's the most important decision that you'll make. And it's important to think about these things before you dive into a relationship. Take a step back Take some time in prayer and fasting and ask the Lord to reveal some things um, to put on your list as a priority. And as you can see, none of my friends said anything very, like anything superficial. It was very, like what they were looking for was that the the man was God-centered, that the man is spiritually developing, that the man wants to serve in the ministry. And I I was very encouraged by my, um, my friends who answered these questions. All right, now I am going to go to what the men were looking for in a wife. What did the men find most important when searching for their wife? And so ladies, listen up. This is what spiritual godly men are looking for in a wife. And men who are listening, this these are some things that you can put on your list. And of course, a lot of them kind of overlap from what the women said, but I just wanted to share what the guys said. So the guys, first category, which is similar one for what the women are looking for is ministry. One of my friends said that they serve in the ministry together. That was important to him. Another one of my friends said, similar vision and life philosophy. He said, like there were a lot of women that love God very much, but aren't the partner for me who has worked at a church or been a missionary and has that as a foreseeable future. So he was saying that he serves in his church like a lot more than the average Christian. And he's also a missionary. And so he wanted to be with someone who has the same lifestyle, who wants to be in missions, who wants to be in the ministry, which is very wise. And now he has an awesome woman. (laughs) One of my other friends said, someone who recognized that being married is for the kingdom, which I loved that answer. He wanted to, his marriage to be for the kingdom of God, to further the kingdom and to be in ministry together. So bravo, all of my guy friends. Next one was a category that I deemed uh, spiritual development. They said developing the nine fruits of the spirit, which I thought was very wise. You know, look up into the nine fruits of the spirit and see if the girl that you are dating or looking at, is she putting spiritual development as a priority in her life? Is she seeking after God and so forth and whatnot? Another answer was, Are they a woman of their word? And is their spirit strong enough to follow through on the things God has called for them to do without any real drive to follow through on the simple things in their life? Which I thought was important. You know, it's good to watch a potential person as they serve in your church. Are they serving in ministry or are they just in attendance? It's, you know, it's important to know what you find important. It's a, you need to get the list of things down of what you want in your future spouse. 
Another one was a woman that will support a person in good times and bad. You hear that, ladies? Men are looking for a lady who will be supportive no matter what. Who will, because that's what women are called to do. We're called to be the help me. We're called to be the supporter and to encourage them and uplift the man. And so the man is looking for a person to support them in good times and bad times. So just keep that in mind. Next category is that she loves God. A woman that has a consistent relationship with God. Another one said, a woman that pushes me to love God and read the word. And someone else said, someone that loves God and relies on God more than me. Which I find that funny because if the girl's looking for a guy that loves God more than her, but then the guy's looking for a girl that loves God more than him, then technically it would never work out. (laughs) I know it's it's just a joke, but it's true. You want to find someone who is running after God, who loves God, because you can't keep them stable. You know, the man cannot 100% rely on you for everything because you're not God. You can't give him everything that he needs. He has to look to God for wisdom, for guidance, for the direction, for strength, for joy, for peace. God is the source of all life, and the man has to rely on God completely. Same for the women. That's what this guy is saying, that the woman has to rely completely on God. You cannot rely solely on the man. And actually, the same friend um, said, (laughs) he said he was going to go on a rant about this, but would spare me, which I was kind of glad. But he said that he doesn't like when women are looking to a guy to be her savior, when only Jesus can be her savior, which is very profound. It's very true. Women, you can't look to a guy for your husband to be the savior of your life, to fulfill every single need that you have, because you already have that in God. You have that right now in Jesus Christ, which kind of brings me to another point. Oh, it's the next point, is that one of my friends said, a woman's ability to hold her own, meaning if she had to stand on her own two feet with God alone, she can do it. And so women, just keep that in mind. Know that you can be stable. You can be independent in Christ because technically you don't have to get married and you can be fulfilled in Christ. And so I'm glad to see that that's what godly men are looking for. They're looking for a woman who can be completely dependent on God, who can stand on her own two feet on the word of God. And I just want to encourage you that every single one of you can do that because God has given us that ability by his word, by his spirit, by spending time with him, by developing our spirits, we can be completely dependent on the Lord. And then that will make you to be the best wife possible because we can't be the best wife possible on our own ability, our own strength. We have to be led by the spirit. We need to be women of the word of God. And then we can be the best wife. And that's what guys are looking for. They're looking for a woman who is on the word and in the spirit. And then the last one, which I will just put as a miscellaneous section, Uh, One of my friends said, I wanted someone that laughed at my dumb jokes because I make a bunch of them and it would be damaging for my self-esteem if they just always thought I was an idiot. (laughs) And so I have two thoughts on that. It's like, you could say, all right, ladies, laugh at all the guys' jokes. You know, no, it has to be genuine. And I have been known to have, my friends used to call me out. I used to have a fake laugh. They were like, that was a fake laugh. You didn't find that funny. I was like, well... I did like I don't think I have a fake laugh. This is what I say. That was my laugh to show how funny that thing was. That just shows that it was funny, but not that funny. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then 
I found it interesting that none of the guys put um, physical attraction on the list. One person did. And I'm sure, I mean, I know guys, I know physical attraction is very important, but that wasn't really a priority in any of my friends' responses. Because the thing is, the older you get, the less attractive you're going to be, you know? (laughs) That's just, that's the fact. So that can't be the only reason that you end up with someone. You can't just be with someone just because they're attractive and because they're funny. Yes, those things are important. You need to be attracted to the person. You need to get along with the person. You need to have fun with the person. But ultimately, the core needs to be spiritual things. That's what I kind of conclude in these responses from my very good friends who I love and respect and have great relationships, that God's got to be the center of everything on the man's side and the woman's side. As long as the man and the woman are putting God in the center of their lives, then you'll have a healthy, strong relationship because you're both standing on solid ground, the word of God, and that you are getting your needs met by God. And then that way, when you run into issues, when you run into conflict, both of you can go to the Lord and ask the Spirit to help you. And then the Spirit can be a part of the relationship. Whenever the Holy Spirit's involved, I mean, it's an amazing thing. And so I hope these encouraged you. If you want to rewind and listen to it again and then make your own list. And really, it could just be one or two things. I know for me personally, my most important thing is how much do they love God? Are they running after God with all of their heart? Are they making life decisions based on what God has told them to do? Are they going after the call of God on their life? And then, you know, do our callings go together? That's my, because I know what I'm called to do. And so if I see that your calling doesn't match my calling, then, you know, it's not going to work out. But ultimately you have to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit because everyone is constantly growing and learning in the things of God. You're not going to find women, you're not going to find a man who is completely perfect right now, who's going to have everything on, like, if you have a long list of things, I know some people, they have like 35 things on their list. It's like, what? What? (laughs) How could you think of that many things to have on your list? Of course, I would say, can make money. The man needs to be able to make money. That's what I say. You need to work in Jesus' name. (laughs) But I, I would just say, if you're one of those people who has a giant list, you have to recognize that. They, the guy could grow into it with time. And so just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. I would say the trajectory <laughs> of the guy's life is very important because if he's headed in the right direction, then he can get to the place where you want him to be. Because also recognize that you're not perfect either. You don't have it all together. And so I would say, think about the things on the list that men are looking for in a wife And ask yourself, do I feel those things? Am I someone that a man is looking for? Am I developing the nine fruits of the spirit? Am am I running after God? Am I able to be independent with God without a man? Because being single, now that I'm, you know, you guys know I'm 30, being single, I, I find all my fulfillment in Christ. And I can truly say that I'm single and loving it. I know there can be challenges being single, I know that I still have times where I'm like, oh, like I have that thoughts like, oh, I wish I was married. That'd be nice. Oh, I would love to be with my husband that God's called me to. I have those thoughts. I have those feelings. But ultimately, I am filled with joy because I have a wonderful relationship with God. I spend time with him every single day. It's what I look forward to every single day because God gives me strength. God gives me joy. God gives me peace. So I'm completely fulfilled. I know that I'm on the track that God has for me. There's no greater feeling than knowing that you are in the will of God and that you are on the right track. And so just make sure that you are 
doing everything in your power to develop yourself spiritually. And then as you're looking for your spouse, do not settle. You know, if the guy isn't attending church, if the guy's not reading his word, if the guy's not praying, if he's kind of eh, mm, eh, iffy about his love relationship with God, just say next, next, because it's not worth the heartache. It's not worth like, cause when you get married there, cause it's out there, you see couples out there where the woman is the spiritual head of the home and it, it's a challenge for them. It's a, it's a huge challenge. And I, I stand and agree with them. I, if you're listening and that's you, I stand and agree with you that your husband is going to, if he's not saved, get saved in Jesus name, continue to pray for him. And that he is going to be on fire for God and be the spiritual head of the home. Don't give up on him. Amen. And so I hope that was a blessing to you and to all of you single people out there. As you are waiting and searching for your future spouse, continue to pursue your relationship with God because that is the best relationship you will ever have forever, (laughs) forever. So don't forget about that relationship. Don't forget to nurture and put time and investment into that relationship because You'll always get benefits from God because he's so loving, he's so caring, he's so faithful, and he loves you. He loves you so much, and he's just waiting for you to pursue him. You will not be disappointed. I I guarantee it. So I pray blessings on you all. I pray that you all have a wonderful week, and that is it. Bye-bye.